This is episode 75 of the Steady Trade Podcast with your host, Tim Bowen. We're going to talk about the weed sector again because it's going nuts literally today. And Stephen Johnson. Thanks for the report, Tim. Thanks for the report. Today, the guys get pretty deep into the psychology and emotions of trading and how to balance all of that against the current market surge in weed stocks. But first, an update on the paper trading challenge, because someone is going home. This might make the front of the episode, because I do watch these back sometimes. I definitely watch the start of them to see the highlights. And uh, I'm going to say the paper trading competition, the market has spoken, and Chris... Why did you say Chris? Well, that's definitely not going to be the front of the episode. (laughs) It might be. It probably will be now. Who's it really going to be? Make like a stock and split. Your rally has ended. Make like a dead cat and bounce. Your order has been canceled. Your stock has dropped. You've been pumped and dumped from this competition. (laughs) Listen in to find out. Welcome back to the Steady Trade Podcast. We've got a fully loaded agenda for you today. We've got a bunch of stuff we want to talk about. Um, if you're just tuning into this episode, you can kind of jump back a little bit. We're going to talk about, um, you know, Stephen and I interviewed both of our teams the last couple episodes. We've got an update. We've got an announcement of, of the first uh, you know, you know, we still need a, a tagline. We still need a you're fired or or whatever they say on. Uh, survivor. We need a tagline. We're going to ask you about that. But we've got the announcement of, of the first uh, trader that will be margin called and, and, and leave the island or the trading floor, I guess. I'm, I'm, I'm desperate with these. Yeah. Things. Thanks. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Tim. It, it, it's been a great, it's been a great uh, competition so far. Oh, I was trying to do an American accent. I can't, I can't even do it. Oh, th- thank, thanks. American the, accent thanks is report, almost Tim. as good as your Austin <laughs> Powell. So. Thanks for the report, Tim. Thanks for the report. So we're doing a paper trading competition and it's been going quite well. It's been going quite well and we've been having quite a good time. Uh, yeah. So have we announced someone has been kicked off? Someone said no, no, no. We're, we're, we're about to do that. So, um, you know, we just as a kind of a background, we started out with six members, three per team. And what we did in November was, oh, and that, that's the other update we're going to talk about. We're changing the rules in, in standard uh, reality TV fashion. We're, we're changing the goal for the next month. But last month, we gave everyone 30000 of equity, trading equity, um, thereby putting them over the PDT, allowing them to trade freely. Now, because of that, um, we, we had some some kind of, I don't know what the best way to put it is, but kind of gaming of the system, maybe. And because of that, we're going to modify the rules because what we found was, you know, a couple little things. Liz was scalping in and out like crazy, which is probably not feasible once you're paying commissions and, you know, all this stuff, you know, you know, it's pretty unlikely you're going to be consistent trading that way. And then Kara kind of found a little bit of a glitch where when you're shorting some of these stocks and we've actually, um, the team is working on fixing it, but with the paper trading module, because of the fact that you're taking a negative equity position, um, it was just, you know, a glitch in that it would allow you to short an unlimited position size because of the fact the paper trading module was looking at it as you have 30,000 in trading buying power. You've got negative a quarter of a million dollar position 
you can make that trade. So now I will kind of give Kara a little bit of credit. I think she didn't realize that this was a glitch, but that's part of growing. She's a new trader. These are things we can figure out. But uh, why don't you go ahead and announce, Stephen, the, 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 the member is from your team. Give a little bit of background and, and let us know who got margin called. Well, I mean, it's been it, it's been a good month, and we've been I've been working pretty closely with with the team, and and they all they all learning, they all developing, they all getting better. I mean, on my team, I've got Crazy Liz, the, the comedian. I've got uh, I've got Spiritual Jude, and I've got the fashion god uh, Louie, and I. I was hoping, I was hoping Jude was going to get fired. I was, I was really hoping, <laughs> but Jude's not the one. <laughs> Jude's not the one to go. And I was kind of wanting Liz to get fired. No, I'm just kidding. Of course, I, I love the team very much. And sadly, uh, the person to go is Louis. Louis uh, finished in last place. Just, just, um, and I think he, he had a bit of a rough month. I know he was caught up. Uh, There's some kind of fires through california and he was sick for some days and oh i, I kind of forgot about that i forgot he was that's where he was yeah yeah i mean i don't know if he was putting the fires out but i, I know that he might have been affected by them i shouldn't make jokes about fires a lot of people are devastated about that but um but yeah Louis, he, he worked hard and and he was kind of getting it and he, he was kind of involved in the higher price stocks but unfortunately it just didn't come through. I mean, my strategy for all three of them, I said, just don't trade at all because 95% of people lose. Surely someone of your team will, will lose. You know, it's actually, it's funny. It's funny you say Nothing. that, but, but you know, I always, it's true. It's true. One of, one of the many, you know, this is one of the steady trade recurring themes, but you know, I always say, I, I hate to agree with Steven, but I mean, you're right. I mean, especially month one. I mean, I hate to, to say this, but if, if you're in a future steady trading paper trading competition, which we plan on doing more of these, especially month one, the best strategy might literally be to do nothing because odds are, and, and I'm surprised no one did blow up, but odds are someone out of six will blow up and, and you're, you're actually pretty, well, not a bad strategy. I mean, Kara, Kara should have blew up. <laughs> <laughs> true. I mean, very, very, very true. Very true. It should have blew up, and uh, and I mean, and she has got to thank. She has got to thank uh, that she, she's still in the competition. She's still running well. Uh, but but I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, uh, just just a recap on on my advice. And I, I mean, for for you, I guess you you are going over the the uphold strategy. Mine was just support and resistance. I was like, guys, like when a stock hits a support level. It's it will bounce like it it may not bounce significantly, but it, it's gonna bounce. It's gonna hold, and it, and it'll either double bottom or it'll make a higher low. And if it doesn't, it, as long as you're buying right on them support levels, or you shorten right on those resistance levels, and you cut when it breaks through, it's kind of difficult to lose. And this is the thing with paper trading. It's 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 quite. I'm not gonna say it's easy to be a profitable paper trader, but when you when you don't have the emotions, it's very easy to to have those to miss that trade, to have that entry, because you know, you don't have the psychology of I want to make money today. And that's, 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 it's, it's such a bottle of the brain, such a bottle of the brain, right? Yeah. I mean, no doubt. I mean, as much as I love paper trading as a tool for, especially for new traders, especially testing new strategies, you know, I say it 
you know, if, if, if you've never shorted a stock, I beg you, please don't, especially like a, a low float stock, please don't do it with real money. And if you do do it with real money, do, do like 10 shares or something. But, but you're right. I mean, as, as amazing of a tool as paper trading is, in the end, you know it's not actual money. But that's where I kind of like this competition idea too because, you know, in theory, I would hope all six of these participants want to continue. They want to win. They want to be there next month. So while it's not the same skin in the game as, as having your hard-earned money, there is a little bit of a skin in the game in that you want to, you know, finish in the top, you know, at the top and, and, and continue on to the next month. So, no, but I mean, one thing I'm really pleased about out, out of the two remaining team members that I've got is how seriously they've kind of took it, though. All three of mine, like, yeah. Tons of respect, yeah. I, I was, like, surprised. I, I, I really didn't expect... Like when I'm getting, for example, like get videos of Jude and she's like super mad at herself when she's made a mistake and she's super jubilant and excited when she feels like she's getting it. And she's like, I made 800 bucks. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's just paper money, but it means so much that the learning and the getting to the next level and the learning a new strategy. And cause what I've, what I've come to found, come to found, come to find is that like in the two, two years that I've been learning, it's. I've gone through hundreds of strategies. Do you know what I mean? I've gone through hundreds of different small price, high price, shorten, long in, support and resistance, the VWAP holds, dip buy-in, trying to catch the morning spikes. There's millions of strategies that I've, I've gone through and you can really never stop. Yeah, and, and that's actually kind of part of, if you watched last week's episode where it was the update from my team, um, I had, a, you know, I had a, a busy month, but all months are busy. It's not like an excuse, but I really kind of took that, like, like you'd mentioned how committed everyone was. I kind of took the approach where I wanted to see if everyone was, if someone was just going to go MIA, you know, not work hard, not take it seriously. And I was really impressed by, you know, I gave pretty limited coaching to my team. If you watch last week, you know, Kara called Kara. I still say her name wrong. <laughs> Kara called me out on it, but you know, I really wanted to see, especially the first month, are they committed? Are they going to show up? Am I wasting my time if I sit here and, and spend, you know, this coaching time with them? And I was freaking really impressed by how seriously all three of them took it. I got an update from every single one of them every trading day in November. Yeah, no, and, and I'm the same. And I was just like, I was kind of just pleased by the, the, the kind of givers respect as well. I'm like, because arguably they'll be like, Steven, you get drunk all of the time. You go MIA sometimes. You're like, you'll take these crazy $4,000 losses sometimes and you'll wipe all your profits out. Why should I learn from you? And like, I, I was kind of ex waiting to get that question from someone and I never... I never really got it. Like the guys like literally will trust, put trust in the process, put trust in that, know what I'm doing. But I mean, that's the thing with trading. It's like maths, right? If you show someone something and then it's, you, kind, of and like, then it it's kind of like, it's kind of like math too, you know, <laughs> maths, maths, math. You call it math. Math is the right way to say math, math. <laughs> but, but, but the, the component <laughs> in concept of mathematics right is that it, it it consists of lots of different stuff there's algebra there's plus minus subtractions there's a lot of elements to mathematics that make math maths do you know what i mean no i don't actually 
<laughs> anyway, that's a, so that's the update on the paper trading competition. Um, we're we're going to kind of keep working through these. Now, one thing we do want to talk to you, ask you, the listener, and please comment below, whether you're on YouTube or if you're on, uh, you know, if you're on the blog, if you're on steadytrade.com, give us a, a suggestion. So we need a tagline. We need a you're fired. We need a, um, the producer mentioned the Rose moment in the Bachelorette or the Bachelor, which, which, whichever one it is. Maybe they do the Rose in both of them. But so please give us a tagline suggestion. We would love to use yours. Now, DJ, uh, Chris, one of, one of my team members, um, offered some suggestions. Just I'll give you a few to kind of give you an idea. Then we're going to move on to the meat of the episode and kind of talk about, uh, we're going to talk about the weed sector again because it's going nuts literally today. So um, some of the elimination, elimination lines we have are your stock has dropped, the market has spoken, your value has crashed, uh, make like a stock and split. I like that one. I also like this one. Make like a dead cat and bounce. Um, your rally has ended. Uh, your order has been canceled. I kind of like that one too. Um, uh, hold your bag and head out the door. It's another nice one. Um, you've been pumped and dumped from this competition. Um, <laughs> so, so you have been um, used and abused. That <laughs> kind of sounds like that might be Steven's favorite. So. So again, if you like any of those, please comment on Steady Trade or on YouTube. Or if you have your own, um, we would we'd love to give you credit. Uh, so so make those suggestions. And Stephen, you got any ideas before we head into the weed stock discussion? I was just about. I was just thinking more of the humped and dumped. Pumped and dumped is the winner. Pumped and dumped. <laughs> That's kicked, out, kicked out in brawn knickers. I, I don't know. Uh, but no, I, I think this might make the, the front of the episode because I do watch these back sometimes. I definitely watch the start of them to see the highlights. And uh, I'm going to say the paper trading competition, the market has spoken, and Chris, you have been eliminated. That, that might be the front of the episode. It might be. But other, other, otherwise, then no, just the, the, the weed, weed sector. Why did you say Chris? Oh, fuck, I was, to see, I was about to see Louis. Where did I get Chris from? What would you, you do without me? You make fun of me for Kara and Kara. Yeah. Uh, well, that's, that's definitely not going to be the front of the episode. <laughs> it might be. It probably will be now. In the paper trading steady, in the paper trading steady trade competition, the market has spoken. And Louis, you are Make like a stock split. Your rally has ended. Make like a dead cat and bounce. Your order has been canceled. Your stock has dropped. You've been pumped and dumped from this competition. Bye-bye, <laughs> 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 boys. Have fun storming the castle. Yeah, now, now we can definitely move over to the wheat sector. <laughs> So what I want to talk about today from a trading perspective is, you know, in this, I think that this episode, you know, we're recording it the first week of December, but I think that this is setting up for, you know, something that I've been looking at for over a year now in Stocks to Trade Pro. It's affected my own trading and I think is really one of the big trends going into 2019. So I want to talk about why, as well as, you know, a lot of the tickers that you might want to be keeping an eye on. So the what we're talking about is the weed sector the cannabis sector and which has had a long history of momentum you go back to 2014 2015 when i believe 
excuse me, I believe it was when Colorado and Washington State legalized. And we had that real short-lived run where the weed stocks just spiked and then ultimately 99% of them crashed. And people had always kind of joked about that as, you know, as a pump and dump or whatever. It's like Bitcoin today. But um, now I think in the last year, I mean, I've felt a sea shift in the markets and, and especially we've seen it in the quote unquote real world. You know, back in 2015, it was these OTC pink sheet stocks. These days we have listed stocks, NASDAQ stocks, NYSE stocks. You've got, um, you know, Michigan, you know, what I, I think many of you know, I'm in Michigan. It's a conservative Midwestern state and we have, we've legalized recreational marijuana. I think this is a huge potential. I think it's going to be one of the biggest trading vehicles of 2019. And the biggest reason we bring it up is Kron. Um, actually, Jude, one of one of Stephen's paper trading competition members, is she's had her and I have both talked about Kron many many times. And today, Kron is spiking, uh, just spiked like four bucks a share in five minutes because Altria is looking at at buying them. Altria is, don't quote me on this. I believe Altria is the old Philip Morris when they changed their name after you know to to somehow rebrand so that people didn't hate them kind of like Blackwater renaming themselves Z but uh, a huge billion dollar corporation like that looking to buy these weed stocks Coca-Cola has been talking to ACB you know all this real money is moving into the sector yeah I mean it's 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 going to be one of those things where and 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 I'd not I'd never really recommend this, but I just want to I just want to float it with you, and you're going to say maybe you can do that. But these these weed socks, you know the the main ones, the the likes of I can't remember them off the top of my head now, but I've like got a whole list. Cron, CGC, TLRY, NBEV are some of them. Yeah, yeah. Any of these stocks that are kind of at a support level and not and the, if they've proven that they can be steadied, like not overextended. I mean, maybe it's not the worst idea to, to buy a hundred shares and just wait for the pop on them because you know, they're going to pop. NBN as in Nancy. I know I mix my N's and M's, but NBEV is a good example of that. That stock uh, spiked all the way, I think, to the eights a few months ago but and pulled all the way back. And it's been choppy, but it has consolidated at four bucks for weeks now. And yeah. then today it spiked to five plus. It's I mean- pop. That is exactly now again. I'm not, you know. yeah, it's 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 you're kind of hoping it's a hope yeah, strategy. A little you're bit. buying it at four and you're hoping that's some, but but you know how it is though. Like, one, but I would say this you know, if you're a discretionary trader, I mean, I know this podcast kind of appeals to the day traders and the swing traders, but if you're listening to this, the podcast thank you. And if you're one of those people that's very busy and you like to make a few trades a year, I, I, I mean, I think buying a weed stock that is consolidated at support is probably not a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's the, I, I mean, if, if you, if you, put it's, a not, buy, if it's you not put, as bad of an idea as some of the stories you've told us, the producer and I off the air, Steven. So, uh, do you know what I mean? Uh, I hope you don't mind me coming over and sitting down. Sometimes I'd like to tell the world. Sometimes I would. I want to tear you apart. But I just can't bear me mom finding out. <laughs> <laughs> mom and dad will be like, what the fuck? That, that's a good decision. Yeah. Keep it on the down low. 
but uh, but I'm a big I'm a big advocate of the LGBT community. But let's 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 not talk let's not talk about anything else. But yeah, but I mean, if you if you buy a stock at four, and you just put a sell order in for six, and you leave it for the full year, chances are it's going to hit that six, right? Well, that's what's great about these stocks, and that's why I want to talk about them. Is they're all I call it, and maybe I took this a lot of the terms I you know I co-op from from other people, but you know I call it a newsy stock. You know, that's what's great about these weed stocks is they get a press, any sort of news, and they all move. Like, just like today, there's this rumor with Cron getting bought out. What happens? All of them spike. So I, I like them because especially if you're dialed in like Stephen and I am and you're there every day, you know the tickers, you see them show up on your scan, and you're like, whoa, today's the day to trade this thing because they all move together. Yeah, and it's such it's such a the thing with these weed stocks is they've got such a history of putting two days together, and this is one of the things that I, that I say to the the steady trade paper trading uh, contestants when I'm talking to them and they're like they're buying these stocks, and I'm like, look look at the daily chart and tell me where you can see that this ran two days in a row, and if it's in the like it, it's never ran two days in a row, I'm like, right, okay, and then look look for the daily chart with the big wicks. What do, what do the big wicks mean? The wicks mean that they can't hold the highs. So if a stock can't hold its highs and it's proven it never can and it can't run two days in a row, then why, why are you trying to buy a breakout on it, especially without good news? You know what I mean? But with oh, these, yeah. That, that's a, you know, that's, it's, that's, it's basic you know, analysis, but... But, but that, that's what I call a one-and-done chart is exactly what you just explained. You know, that one big, that, that one candle with a big wick and then it basically closes, you know, barely <laughs> up on the day. It's like, okay, yes, you can trade those. But if you're under the PDT, you know, if you're trying to maximize your opportunities, you got two or three day trades a week. You don't want to be buying those one and done charts that, that, that scenario that Steven laid out. And, and then, and then you'll see, you'll see the weed sector and you'll see, right. There's a fundamental catalyst. Weed's getting legalized all over America. Companies like Coca-Cola are in, in and the farm and bill. Yep. yep. So they're, they're looking at buying these companies because it's, it's now getting legalized. Consumption's going to go up. There's a, there's an industry shift. And then when you, and then you look at the daily chart and you're like, wow, this cannot run one day, two days, but it can run three, four, five, six days uh, with the fundamental shift. Maybe it'll maybe it'll run to all time high. Some of these stocks can hit fifty two week highs. Some of them are already hitting fifty two week highs. Then you think if I'm catching this on day one, and it's had higher volume than it's ever had before, and the in the in the sector's hot and it's a multi month breakout. I, I mean, it's just I, I mean I am not a I am not a fan of going long, but if you catch if you catch one of these first day multi multi week multi month breakouts, very high volume, the sector's hot. It's, it's almost impossible not to buy. And again, you obviously have to have a stop loss. You have to have a plan. You know, you're, you hear us say that over and over again. It doesn't mean, you know, and, and Stephen laid out a great scenario for a stock to trade right there. Doesn't mean every one of them is going to work. But listen to what he did there. He laid out all of these reasons. I think that so many traders fail because they just get, they get fooled by randomness, you know, to, to quote, my one of my favorite authors, Nicholas Nassim Taleb, you know, it's like they they just trade random crap all day long, and they can't figure out why their break even 
or why their, you know, their count is just slowly grinding down. If you can align the stars as much as possible, and Steven did that, I mean, back it up and listen to what he said there. I mean, and these stocks happen. You know, he laid out like half a dozen criteria, but if you can be patient and you can plan, those stocks come up multiple times a week, sometimes more. Those are the ones you want to look at. That's what maximizes your potential for success. But it's, it's all just, it's all just basic psycho. It's just psychology though. It's like, if, if, if enough of the criteria are there, if it's popped up, held its highs all day, everyone the next day is thinking, Hmm, well, what, what should I trade today? And if there's not much on the scanners, or even if there's stuff on the scanners, they're like, this is probably going to spike today because it's a multi, it's a multi-day runner. It's only on day one. So people want to buy it on day two. And then all of a sudden, and it's the same with gappers as well. If a stock's got a history of gapping up, people are waiting for that gap. The minute it starts to gap, everyone's going to chase it because like, it's, it's got a history of gapping. It's gapping again. And then, yeah, and um, it's, it's, yeah, it's very, it seems easy, too easy and straightforward to be true, but it just is. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's remember some, so much of trading success is what you don't do. It's like, it's easy when, when you say easy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it takes, it takes years of experience. You've got two years of experience now, but it's also just a lot of it is just waiting for these opportunities. And, you know, is the reason I'm so excited about the cannabis and the weed sector is, I mean, November was ugh. Overall, from a trading perspective, it was almost as bad as August. So it's a lot of it, you know, in November, a lot of success was just not trading and waiting for the one setup a week we, we get. But Yeah, and, and, and that, is, that is the unfortunate reality. Successful trading seems to be what, what you don't do rather than what you do do. I think that's a, I think that's a really poignant point that, that, you've, just, that you've just mentioned there. And, and that's the struggle. I mean, I think um, when, the, when they say things like the, the challenge is a year long or sucks to trade pros a year long, I, I, really, I really believe that if you do do the eight-hour days, the 10-hour days, I really do believe you can get it in a year. I really do. And then after that, it's totally the psychology of do you have the discipline? to not trade when the opportunity is not there? Do you have the discipline to not get emotionally involved and, and stick to a plan? Or, and, or you know, that, that, that discipline to wait for those half a dozen criteria to come down the pike. And if, and if it doesn't happen for three weeks, it's annoying, it's aggravating, but you just keep waiting and waiting and waiting. And, that, and, and, like, and this is why the likes of uh, when you see Roland and, and Stephen Docks, like I remember when I was in Positano with Roland in Italy when we did the psych strip, and like being around Roland made me feel calm because he's the calmest, chilled out dude ever. He's, he's, the calmest, he's the calmest person you've ever seen, right? He's just, how are you doing, Roland? Yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's just you're, nothing. You're Roland nothing person. Us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty good today. I'm, I'm, I'm having a good day. <laughs> Made, made 15 grand. <laughs> but like, he's so calm and you can tell he's just sitting at the market thinking, oh, well, no, nothing, nothing on a day, nothing on a day. You know what I mean? <laughs> nothing to trade today. So I'm just going to sit down. I'm going to relax. And I'm going to have a day with the kids. Do you know what I mean? Like he's, uh, but with me, like, I'm like, I'm like, I want to feel good today. I want to feel good. Uh, if it's a quiet market, I'm like, why don't I just take a random gamble to feel alive inside? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> this is where, and you can't teach this. These are personality traits. Sure, sure. Uh, and I think that's why you have to have that experience because a lot of it is, 
you know, in the end, it's recognizing your own psychology too. And you've, I've seen you grow and evolve and you, you know, you, really? rec- you re- so. but you recognize it now. I mean, feel free to, you know, refute me, but I think I'm guessing Steven from, you know, 18 months ago did not sense these emotions, you know, now, Sure, we all make mistakes every day. It's part of trading. But I think at least now you now recognize your psychology. Yeah, no, no, definitely, definitely. And, and it's been, I mean, the whole trading process, it's, it's been one of the most introspective and oftentimes the most challenging thing I've ever, I've probably ever gone through. And, and I'm still going through it. I mean, the only other thing that's been really difficult was a little bit public speaking when I'd have to go to pitches for advertising and, and obviously learn it to write professionally when I was learning to write in university. And, and you'd hit a lot of walls there, but nothing was quite as personal as trading. Like trading, you've, 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 you'll go through some of the most depressing times. You'll go through some of the most jubilant, unless you're rolling, rolls like just, just lost 10 grand, whatever. He doesn't care. He's chilled. But like, but yeah, I mean, you'll go through some depressing times, some happy times, but Nothing has challenged me more to kind of really look at who I am and kind of question the ideals of who I am as a person. Like, why, why are you gambling like this? Why are you being reckless? Why, why are you taking these chances? I want it. And then, you, and then yeah, you, you, you really look into your life. It's, I mean, for you, I don't know. You, you seem like a chilled out entertainer as well. Are you well, pretty chilled out? Or you know, you're not that chilled out. You have your moments. No, I I actually have rage issues, but you know, I, I, <laughs> really, you do not have rage issues. <laughs> do, you not, do you have rage issues? If, if you were in this office no. hours a day, oh, oh, with me, yeah, yeah. You know. No, you're the nicest man in the world. You I, are I the nicest man in the have, world. When have I ever been nice to you? I didn't think I was ever nice to you. So, like, like sometimes when I like don't show up because I'm drunk and stuff, like the producer's like, "This is kind of not acceptable." <laughs> like, like, can we change this? I'll come and change this. Like, I suppose so. You, you've always been the chilled out one. You do not have rage issues. Do you have rage issues? Yeah, well, again, you know, a lot of and and it's a good topic actually. You know, a lot of let's talk what, about it. What you're talking don't get, about? Don't get angry, but. You know, no, no, I, I, when I say rage issues, it's with myself. Um, I'm, uh, I'm a very, uh, very self-critical, you know? So when I make these mistakes, when I take the, when I let the losses run, when I enter a crappy setup, no, um, the things I scream at myself, you would, you would not want to hear. They, they would but it's like me, but. internal, internal screaming. Yeah. yeah you're not like, you're not like, so I, I, I want to. I want to I want to jump in here because I think this is a place to to share with you guys and and with the listeners something that I saw uh, a few weeks ago on iTunes. You know, we have listeners that give us ratings and reviews. On October twenty third, somebody said they gave a two star review, guys, two out of five, and said, "Listen to this week's podcast. Feel the ripping on Stephen has gotten out of control. Totally turned me <laughs> off at this point." And that's written by a guy named Viper Steve. <laughs> Viper Steve thinks you've got issues. And so just do, do with that what you will. I, and, and that's, remember, going back to the retreat I went on about a month ago. That's something I've been working on. I've been trying to be more positive towards Steven. Yes. So. No, but I mean, maybe since we're talking about feelings and stuff. It, yeah, I mean, it, it can be tough. Like I've, I, when I've took a loss, I've literally... A bit me fingers to release the 
released the anger at myself. But, uh, and, and yeah, I mean, it sucks, but everyone, I don't know if everyone has this, but yeah, even though I missed a podcast last week, I was like, guys, I had a panic attack the other day. I'm like, I can't, uh, I, I can't record today. I didn't, I, I made up lies and then I told you after, but I was like, I was like, uh, cause I just felt, I felt shitty. Like, and sometimes people do, and it's, I guess it's, it's okay. But I think an important thing to say is that like with you, I don't know with you, but with me and probably with you, like a lot of the listeners will be like, these, these dudes are so happy and they've got it made. And wow, you talked to Tim Bourne and you've met Tim Sykes and your life's a dream and stuff. And I'm like, nah, it's probably just the same as you. It's probably just the same as yours. <laughs> I've just got some cool friends. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, again, like you said, I mean, yes, we do a trading podcast. Yes. I'm a trading mentor. You know, I've done over 1200 webinars the last couple of years, but at the end of the day, I'm still a human, you know, and I'm still going to make mistakes and I'm still going to, you know, and, and trading is you against you, you know, you're at the end of the day, you're your own worst enemy in trading and no one is perfect. All you can do is do what you've done. And we kind of got off topic, but I like this. Um, yeah. You know, again, like, like, that idea that with time and with, with, you know, experience, you can now recognize this. And, and that's why I think, you know, again, you talk about the challenge, your stocks to trade pro being a year long or, you know, or some people stay, I've had several stocks to trade pro members stay for two years and three years. You know, it's like you have to get those reps, that experience into where you can recognize okay, I'm falling into this trap again and I will make this mistake again, but is this mistake now a, a $400 loss instead of a $4,000 loss? And then that is how you then level up and, and, and reach that consistent you know, area that we're all looking for. Yeah, and I mean, I've got to the point where I've just accepted the fact that, well, I've probably, I've learned enough to be profitable I've just I've just come to terms with the fact that it might take us five years. I'll I'll never quit, but it just might because my character and personality is so off the wall, and I've been so undisciplined all of my life, and I've got away with it. But I've got away with it, you know what I mean? Me me mom loved us too much. Uh, she was she was ill when she was young, so I got spoiled. I got spoiled a lot by her. And then maybe it's learned to the fact that I've been uh, I've got away with being reckless and undisciplined, and I've always I've had a flair for English. So I've always been. I've always got by pretty easily. Maybe it's me personality is likable and funny and stupid and stuff like that. So I've always got away with stuff. And then trading has got me to the point where all of a sudden it's like, you're not getting away with this shit. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I'm reversing, I'm reversing 30 years of bad habits. That's a, that's actually, a, you know, a great insight there. Um, and I think that that's where, something we talk about all the time is that idea that everybody's journey is different and sure there's people that get it in a couple months, but those are extreme outliers and everyone's different. Everyone's got their own journey and, and some may take, I mean, some may take five years, you know, and, and is that wrong? Is that bad to master a skill? You know, if you become a, you know, my latest kind of, I've, I've always dabbled in carpentry, but my latest kind of hobby is, is cabinet building. And, you know, I can build, I can build a nice cabinet, but am I a master cabinet builder? No. And will it, will it take me five years, 10 years? I don't know. So 
Oh, but I mean, I was just, I was just laughing to just try and bring the rage out in you. I, I'm, I'm not disrespecting the cabinet building. I think it's, a, I think it's cool. It's a manly skill. But Actually, like, you know, per- perhaps I'll kind of divert a little bit and I'll go and maybe I'll just build coffins and I could build your coffin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll have to ship it to Dubai, but, uh, but like I'll deliver it. <laughs> Shoot, kill it, barriers in the desert. But, um, <laughs> But yeah, Oops, I, I just went. Oh, oh, Viper Steve's gonna get mad. <laughs> no, but I, I, I just, I just want to tell people like, there's nothing wrong with you if you don't get it in a couple of years. Like, you're not. It's not that you're not clever. It's not that you're dumb. It's not that Creighton's maybe is not right for you. It's just that because you, you can be taught it in a year. It's just yeah. It's everyone's personality is different, and it, it it can take time to to not keep on making that mistake. It's weird. It's so weird though because. If you touch a stove and it's boiling hot, you're not touching the stove again, right? You'll, you'll learn that lesson first time around. But with trading, you, you, you'll not cut that loss a million times. So what's the difference between not touching the stove and cutting the loss? Because you, you learn both are wrong both times with equal amount of pain, arguably. I think, I, I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. I wish I did, but, uh, you know, I hope to have Brett Steenbarger on some, some day, uh, you know, recommend all of Brett's books. His specialty is trading psychology and maybe he'll have an answer for us, but the best answer I can give you is I just think for whatever reason, you have to burn your hand multiple times before you get it. You know, it's, it's not like burning your hand for real. Yeah, and I want to just quickly move back to the weed sector, but I'll, yeah, I'll just yeah. quickly... I think so. Great insight, Stephen. I think let, let's kind of jump back to the weed sector, and then we'll kind of close out this episode. So yeah, but I, I did just want to say to you when you said that you had huge rage with yourself, I, I just wanted to say that in, in my eyes, you're a successful guy. You had a successful business. You're a profitable day trader. Got a nice house. Good kids, from what I can see. Uh, you might wrestle with your son every now and then, but it's fun. Wife, married. You, I mean, your life seems pretty successful. I, I can't see for a million years why you ever get upset at yourself. If I took a four grand loss, I'd just be like, fuck it, I'm Tim Bourne, I'm cool. I'm, <laughs> I've, I've made it in life. I've, to- I've won the game. You've won the game. You, you're the American dream, no? Are, are you I don't, are I you don't know. You know, I mean, I, I, mean I, I like to think I'm blessed. I've got a beautiful family. You know, again, I've had some successes. I, I'm, I'm the happiest I've ever been in my professional life. Um, even when I was starting the business, that was fun. It was, it was interesting. But with what I do as Stocks to Trade Pro and mentoring, uh, you know, growing, evolving traders, I am the happiest I've ever been in my professional career. But I don't know. I'm just wired to, to think that it's never good enough. <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, it's just, but it's the same for me. I mean, uh, I've, I lead a little team of copywriters and advertising. I've got a nice place. I live in Dubai. Good paid job. Uh, I've made it way beyond any of my friends have made it. Like I, from the town that I grew up in and the school I went up in, done better than just about everyone despite not, not being the brightest, really, I would say. Uh, but then I'll still have days I'm like, stuff life do you know what i mean like stuff well life. and i think oh, why aren't I good enough? you know you know again you're never done you know you're never like oh okay i got this as a you know as a stock trader oh it's easy you know or in life yeah or in exactly life. and that's why i think it attracts that kind of personality and you know and then i think that that's the 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 guys and gals that manage to stay around for the five years, the seven years, the 10 years that it takes to get consistent. I think you have to have that. It's not mindset attitude. Yeah. 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 It's like, you've got to be these people that strive despite all of the adversity and the pain. 
they're doing it because they're constantly not unhappy but restless constantly restless to achieve more and why why are you restless why do you want to achieve more and the only real answer that i can think of is that you're not happy with the status quo of your life is that too far or is it not too far I don't, I, again, I don't know. You're asking me questions. I don't have the answer. Come to. on, let's, let's have a deep discussion. Is your, <laughs> is your reason, and we'll definitely go on the weed sector because I have got a point and then we'll close it out, but is your reason for constant perfection in the stock market a slight unhappiness with the status quo of where you are now? Or is it, or does just growth and development feel good and I'm just being depressed? I'm not sure. You know, I, again, it's a, I, it's, a, it's a great question, but you know, I just look at it like, to me, trading is a lot like physical fitness. It's like, you know, it's like, okay, you could not work out. You could not take care of yourself and you could exist. Yeah, sure. you, might, you might live to a hundred years, but do you want to try and be that best version of yourself? And you know what? I have losing trades. I miss workouts just like everybody does. But it's like that idea that you want to be that best version of yourself you can be. And I think that, I mean, I think that's what drives me again. Yeah. I'm, you know, I, 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 th- I think I'm just now. growth feels good. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. development feels good. It just feels good to be, to grow at stuff. We need to get Jordan Peterson on, but, uh, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, you know, there, there's, a <laughs> I mean, look at, look at somebody like, like Joe Rogan. I mean, you can talk about, you know, me having a nice house and accomplished, sold the business. I, you know, I'm down here and Joe Rogan's way up there. But who's more about constant improvement than Joe Rogan? I mean, you see, he's out running hills every day. But does he, and, and he works for the USC. He does stand up. He does all these things. What drives him, you know? Yeah. And, and, and the, the rock. The, Look at the freaking rock, you know? Yeah. The crazy thing about Joe Rogan was when he was like, when he was, when he was doing his Sober October thing, and he was like, he's like, I don't get anxiety anymore. He's like, I don't, I, my anxiety has gone. I'm like, Joe Rogan gets anxiety? He's like the coolest Bro in the world. How does Joe Rogan get anxiety, right? But uh, so it just shows you he probably has days where he's like, this is shit. But, but what a, what a, one final question maybe to close out the weed sector is why is it that the weed sector clicks with so many like new traders? Why do the, generally when people first find success in the stock market, I often hear the weed sector. Like, right? it Everyone gets the weed sector first. Like if you hear some guy that's like, man, I made, you know, 20 grand my first month of trading, it's almost always followed by trading weed stocks. It is, it is funny, you know. <laughs> all, all the words, I finally got trading, it's clicked. And I'm like, oh, what you're trading? Like, and, I, and I'm like, ah, the weed sector's hot right now. But it's kind of hard to mess them up though. I mean, for me, I've never really, I've, biggest mistake I ever made was trying to short them thinking it will come down. Uh, and they do come down, but can you hold on? Can you not get margin called? Can you not get bought in? And maybe the next time they come up, they will not come down. But to answer your question, I just think it makes so much sense to people. You know, it's like, it's like, why, you know, you know, I talk about this a lot in pro where, you know, get behind the idea, you know, you know, don't just trade random stuff. Really convince yourself that this is, this is a good trade. What's the backstory? And I think one of the reasons you see them run over and over again is just everybody is like, we believe in the, the, uh, the backstory, you know, everybody believes that weed stocks should be higher. But I mean, and when you look at the backstory, I mean, I've never seen, uh, such a chart that is basically just a wave. Like, do you know how, like, obviously the sea has waves and these weed sector tickers, 
they just have waves, right? They just they just go up and down and up yep. and down, and they've done it like five times. So well, and what we're seeing now is, and, and so so we'll let's wrap up this episode. A lot of good. We kind of got off tangent, but I tell you, it was it was good. I, I enjoyed the psychology. Um, it's been a while since we've kind of had that. I think really, I think the kind of last time we got into it was the live episode from from Orlando, where we kind of got into this type of stuff. And I think it's so important. Yeah. It's one thing yeah. to talk about charts and talk about fundamentals, but man, I don't, I don't think you ever it's, always got to be working on that psychological aspect of stuff. I, I like these conversations. Sometimes I feel like you're a second dad a little bit, a little bit, but like a nasty one that rips on us. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it's, 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 it's the most important thing. I mean, this is why these million dollar traders and the forex companies have psychologists for when, they, for when they get in bad slumps to try and pull them back out of it and stuff like that. Psychology, for me, it's the hardest part. Like I see a lot of new traders. I see them learning. I just think you have so far to go. You've got so much more to learn and so much more. But it's, it's like learning Chinese, I think, the stock market, honestly. It's, it's like learning to read a different language. And it's the matrix almost, the way it goes. But, it, but, it's, but once you get it, it's super simple. And I would say, but it's just remembering it all, all the time. Well, right. Then it's executing. Yeah. So, so in summary, again, great discussion, Stephen. I enjoyed this episode. So um, if you can, you know, if you're out there listening again, if you're on YouTube, if you're on steady trade, head over to SteadyTrade.com. We would love for you to hear your suggestions on our catchphrase for the next month when the next uh, contestant in the steady trade paper trading competition goes home. You said it right. You said it right. Definitely. I tell you, you know, as much as we, uh, you know, we're not about tips or, or, or tickers here, but uh, you know, if you're a, if you're new to trading and came across the podcast, definitely keep an eye on the weed sector. You know, these, especially these like cannabis drinks, we've seen them run, we've seen them consolidate. And I think, you know, really with the farm bill, um, it's a big agricultural funding bill in the U S there's supposed to be some loosening of, of regulations and that that's coming down the pike. Um, I really think, you know, we're, we're just getting started in this weed stock run. So keep an eye out for those for sure. Yeah. And I mean, other than that, uh, thank you to the listeners who listen. Thank you, Tim, for the conversation. I feel, feel, uh, feel like this was a good one. Peace out and, and, and live in love life and live the dream. Hi, this is Aaron, a.k.a. Double A Ron, from New York City, and I like to go outside and find a stray dog, preferably an aggressive breed like a pit bull or a Rottweiler. Then I get real close, stare it down eye to eye until it starts to chase me. Then I run. That's right, I run while listening to Stephen and Tim on the Steady Trade Podcast. You can register to win real, actual prizes at their website, SteadyTrade.com. And if you really like what you hear, give the podcast a five-star rating and write a glowing review on iTunes. I did, and this is how we say goodbye in New York City. (laughs) 